Hi, welcome to Positively Positive. If you're new here, I go by Sam and I have genital herpes HSV2. Today I'm telling the story of my first disclosure. Now, technically, my very first disclosure was to the person I contracted the virus from, but that scenario was a little different, and yes, there's an episode on that too. Today is the story of telling someone I wanted to have sex with and had already been sleeping with before I contracted HSV. This is an explicit episode, and there's a lot of backstory to fully understand the fuckery that is this sequence of events, so strap in, it's story time. Trigger warning. I do mention the topic of consent, and I want to give you fair warning. I was not involved in any non-consensual activity, but it comes up, the R word is used, so don't listen if that's not a topic you're ready to hear about today. If you're looking for disclosure tips and tricks, this ain't it. (laughs) This episode is not research or information based, it's my story, so maybe don't listen in front of the little ones. I really don't know why you would be, so let's get on with it. Let's talk about herpes, baby. Okay, so for context, this was a guy who I had been sleeping with once every week or two for about two months, roughly. We would hang out and go see movies or have meals together as well, so it wasn't just sex, we went on little dates without that as well. He was extremely good looking, in my humble opinion, (laughs) and I liked hanging out with him. I didn't really see him as a serious long-term partner for a few reasons, a couple things about him just rubbed me the wrong way, but I do this thing where I let hot men get away with murder and am blinded by lust. It is what it is, I'm a sucker for a gym rat, I don't recommend it. I wasn't looking for anything serious, and this allowed me a nice break a few times a week without emotionally investing myself or giving up my time and energy. I did way too much of that in my last relationship, and I don't need to make the same mistake twice. So I was happy with our little rendezvous, and he seemed to be too. He had said at the beginning of our relationship that he wasn't looking to push anything too serious either, and that he wanted the freedom to date whoever he wanted. Sweet! We're in the same boat, we're on the same page, this works. And then... I got herpes. From someone else. This changes things. At this point... I was in absolutely no shape to tell another human on this earth that I had an STD, and if you have herpes, you know what I'm talking about. Diagnosis is a rough little SOB. Now, I still think this dude is hot, so I don't want to cut it off completely, because hopefully at some point I will possibly maybe want to have sex again? So how do I do this? How do I keep him in my life and somehow explain that all of a sudden I don't want to have sex anymore? This would be a complete 180 from me chasing him around his house for more after we'd already gone three rounds. Or four. Listen, (laughs) the sex wasn't bad, but we definitely had different definitions of what long was. Your girl used to be an endurance runner and my cardio is on point. For someone as fit as him, he should drop the weights every once in a while and get on the treadmill for a minute or two. His stamina was... different than mine. It was quick, okay? I was trying to teach him, but he was a slow learner. Now, my petty comments out of the way, I did have fun with him. And he was, in no uncertain terms, 
pussy whipped by me. Wow. Well, yeah, I said this was going to be an explicit episode. It is what it is. I was his type through and through. He definitely objectified me left, right, and center. But honestly, I liked the attention and he was never aggressive or rude about it. It was harmless, flirty, fun that went both ways. We both objectified each other. I'm not sure if I mentioned how hot he was. Yeah. But ever since we had started hanging out, he had always said to me that if I ever wanted to take a step back physically, he was definitely down to just be my friend. He really liked who I was as a person, blah blah blah, he was interested in a platonic relationship as well. Now, I never really 100% believed this, because, well, I don't really believe anything anyone says, um, and from experience, I definitely know some guys can and will say anything they think you want to hear, especially if sex might be on the table. If you're a guy listening to this, no shade, I'm sure you're totally awesome, but this guy had pleasantries for days, and I didn't always buy it. Also, I really had no interest in being just friends. We got along much more delightfully when sex was involved. <laughs> but he had made it clear that just friends was an option. So, I told him I just needed to take a step back from the sex right now. I was going through something, I had a lot on my plate, and I genuinely did. In addition to getting herpes, at the same time, my life was crumbling around me in almost every other department. Good times. And sex wasn't on the table. I was very clear. At this time, I told him that if he didn't want to hang out anymore, I was totally cool with that and I understood, no hard feelings. We didn't meet to be friends. I told him my decision had absolutely nothing to do with him, my attraction to him, or anything else. This was about me. He said he thought this was a great opportunity to just develop our friendship, and he was totally down with it. Over the course of the next month or so, he told me how many times he wanted to be there for me, he was willing and able to be my friend, yes he missed the sex, but he also valued me as a person and loved getting to know me on a deeper level. He also said <laughs> that he thinks we should talk about the possibility of being something more. So. I'm sorry, what the fuck? You're okay with being friends, but now you want to talk about a serious relationship? Bruh, pick a message and stick with it. So we hung out a couple times as just friends. His version of just friends was extremely flirty. He could barely contain himself around me. I'm not saying that with any sort of ego, I just really did it for this guy, I don't know why. Just kidding, I'm a bombshell, and it felt really, really good to be reminded of that during a period of time where I was so disconnected from my femininity, so disconnected from feeling like a desirable human, and so disconnected and at war with my own body. So I let the flirting slide. I may have even flirted back a few times, but I was always explicit that sex was a no-go. I wouldn't kiss him, and I always reminded him he didn't owe me anything. If he wanted to dip, I wouldn't hold it against him. I ended up telling him that he really wasn't any good at being just friends, on account of he would ask about once a week if there was anything he could do to make me feel comfortable and reignite our physical relationship. And I don't know if this was working out. I told him he was a bizarre person, and he said that I was too. I'd gone from pushing him to his limits to being a born-again virgin. 
which was fair. I had. About a month after my diagnosis, I was starting to recognize myself in the mirror again, and I was starting to think that sex in the future might actually be a possibility for me. I was also grown, growing tired of entertaining this man. If we weren't going to have sex again, I honestly had no interest in being friends. We were never friends, Ryan! <laughs> That's an old OC reference for everyone who knows, R.I.P. Marissa Cooper. So I went over to his place one evening with the full intention of releasing him from his confusion and ripping the shroud off my mysterious behavior the last month or so. I was going to disclose that I had genital herpes. And then I didn't. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I stared at him, I watched him out of the corner of my eye while I pretended to pay attention to whatever was on the TV. I went back and forth in my head a million times. And then I left. The next day we were texting and he was flirting pretty explicitly. So I told him how close I had come to telling him the root of my recent decisions. I said something happened to me. And the next time I have sex, I'm probably going to need different things from a partner. I should mention that we never spent the whole night together, I always left after, and I was always fine with that, but I couldn't fathom leaving someone after sex at this point. I would need to be held and cuddled all night long, and I wasn't used to needing that from him. I told him I have a new relationship with physical intimacy. At this point, yeah, that's sounding pretty ominous, and he asked if something happened to me against my will or if I contracted something. Yikes. He was on the money. But I couldn't tell him yet. I wasn't ready. I knew disclosure was something I had to do on my own terms. It wasn't something I could feel rushed or pressured into. He was not finding out yet. We continued to talk regularly. I actually, at one point, told him to go find someone else to fuck so we could chill as friends again. He said he was working on it, and he did tell me he had been going out on a few dates. Cool, he was moving on. Now, at one point, oh gosh, this ridiculous man actually told me in the same text that he was cool with being friends but that he also liked having sex with me so much that he has almost told me he loves me on multiple occasions. What kind of actual psychotic person tries to entice someone back into a casual sexual relationship by telling them they love them? Not only did I not believe this in the slightest, it was actually the most ridiculous message I quite possibly have ever been sent in my life. He didn't love me. He loved orgasms. And there was a big difference between the two, and I straight up told him that. Now, right around the Christmas holidays, our messages had gotten fewer and further in between, but we still talked. And he seemed to have given up on us ever having sex again. But at this point... I was almost ready to have sex again. And since he already knew me, I wouldn't have to disclose to a completely new person, and I already knew for a fact he was attracted to me, so 
Even if he didn't want to continue having sex with me, this could be really good disclosure practice. He could be my trial run. Since I wasn't that invested in him as a potential serious partner, I wouldn't be too hurt if he said no, and I could end this stupid messaging with someone I didn't really see as a true friend. I wanted to either pick up the sex again or cut ties completely. This middle option was annoying and pointless. So, I went over to his place for my second attempt at disclosure. I was prepared. I had my facts. I had my stats. I had my ovaries of steel. At this point, I had admitted to him that I was still attracted to him, and I thought I was ready for light physical contact. I wore a great outfit to his place. I knew what I was doing, and honestly, I wanted to stack every card I could in my favor because this was a gamble at a game I had never played before. We cuddled on the couch. We made out a little bit, and I stopped his hands from going anywhere south of the border. About 20 minutes before I was going to leave, yes, I waited until the end of the night because I wanted an immediate escape plan, <laughs> I brought up the topic of sexual health. I said it's something we had never talked about and we probably should have. I asked him about his sexual health history. He talked for a bit and actually told me he'd had chlamydia twice before and in his early 20s he had gone a bit wild. He was in his late 30s, for context. When it was my turn, I said something along the lines of, so something happened to me and I didn't get a choice in the matter and it's the reason we haven't been having sex. I contracted HSV. He was so comforting. He took my hands, asked if I was okay, what had I been through. He was so sorry this happened to me. I continued to talk, saying how it had been rough, but I was through the worst of it and feeling much better, and it really wasn't affecting my life anymore. We talked about how there's always a chance someone else could get it, and he asked, so if someone didn't care, could you still have sex? <laughs> I laughed, and I told him, yes, definitely. The days of born-again Virgin Sam were coming to an end. <laughs> Your girl was going to be having sex. He took my hand and said, I'm so sorry you were raped, Sam. Uh, what? I pried my hand out of his and said, No, I didn't say that. I was not raped. I said I didn't get a choice. I didn't know this person carried HSV, and neither did they. Now, this is where I felt his attitude shift a little bit. I think he was trying not to show it, and there were 10 million things going on in my head, but this was a turning point for him. It was easier for him to imagine that I was raped than the idea that I could have consensually slept with someone who wasn't him. We talked a bit more. I got the idea that he still wanted to have sex with me that night, but I wasn't going to let anything happen until he had his own time to research. Something told me his mind was racing just as fast as mine was, and I wasn't sure he really grasped the gravity of what I had said. I wouldn't let him make a decision in haste, and I wouldn't put myself in a position where someone wasn't 100% aware of what they were getting themselves into. Me, 
quite literally. <laughs> and we had been making out earlier, and I knew he was still a bit riled up from that. So I left, and I was on top of the world. I was so proud of myself. I had successfully disclosed my HSV status. Whether or not he wanted to sleep with me going forward, I literally didn't care. I had done it. And I was still alive. I didn't die. I drove home so excited and happy, and I could literally not wipe the smile off of my face. When I got home, he had obviously jumped on his computer to research, and I had a text from him saying that he may have confused HSV with HPV. Ah. In my efforts to be educated and calm in my disclosure, I had never actually used the word herpes. I had said HSV, and he said he knew what it was. He didn't. So my hunch was right, he really hadn't grasped the situation clearly. I am so glad I didn't let things go further. That night, and the entire next day, we texted non-stop. I made sure he knew clearly that yes, it was herpes, HSV stood for herpes simplex virus, and I answered all of his questions openly. He told me he experienced cold sores. Oh. My. God! He had herpes too! I literally did a happy dance in my bedroom. If he decided to move forward with me, oral sex was no risk. He already had it on his mouth, so I didn't really pose a threat to him in that way. I pointed at my mirror and I yelled, you have herpes and you have herpes. We all have herpes. I was on an Oprah worthy rampage of joy. And then he actually tried to correct me on a few things to which I informed him, no, actually you are the one with the incorrect information. I sent links. I sent info packages. He didn't know he could pass his oral herpes to someone else's genitals. He really seemed convinced that HSV2 was way worse than HSV1, and he was adamant he only carried HSV1 orally. Listen, herpes is herpes. But he also said there were, and I quote, Many times I thought something was happening down there, but whenever I look, it's all good. Yo! This guy was describing prodrome symptoms. If you don't know, that sensations and feelings one may or may not get before an outbreak or before, before and during the virus being active on the skin. Now, I don't know for sure, but I am willing to bet he carries something downstairs as well and just never has actual outbreaks. Asymptomatic viral shedding, anyone? Bueller? Bueller? He actually shut me down a few times and said he didn't want to discuss it. Well, fuck you too, I thought. Now, everyone who has herpes knows that it is a roller coaster of emotions. And your girl was riding that roller coaster today. I was unbelievably elated and then incredibly annoyed and offended and then really sad, hurt, annoyed again, and then just straight pissed off. How did I get there? Well, since he didn't want to talk about herpes anymore, what did he want to talk about? The guy I got it from, apparently. 
Was it from unprotected sex? Who was he? How tall was he? What was his background? What's his skin color? Where did you meet him? What's he like? What does he look like? Does he look like me? Who exactly are you running around sleeping with? How do you make the decision to have unprotected sex with someone? What do they have to be like for that to happen? What kind of people is little Sam sleeping with? How old was he? How long were you seeing him? How long were you fucking him? What are the factors involved for you to fuck a guy without a condom? Excuse me? I don't have to tell you shit. Now, we had always used protection together. In fact, we had extremely safe sex. I never even touched his penis with my hands or mouth. Not once. I did tell him that yes, it was from unprotected sex, and I answered a few of his questions. I felt like I had to now defend myself and defend the guy who gave me herpes, who was, in fact, actually a good fucking person who I liked spending time with. It was also the person that gave me a lifelong STD. It was a weird position to be in, and it was making me angry. And it hurt. I have never in my life cried so angrily and so fiercely. I am not exaggerating. I was full on hyperventilating for almost 30 minutes straight. I could barely breathe. My tears were burning my eyes and I literally couldn't even stand up for minutes at a time. He was insinuating that I was promiscuous. He was making me feel like I had brought this upon myself. He was insinuating that I deserved this for sleeping with someone else other than him. He wasn't saying those things directly. He didn't have the balls. And neither of us were text screaming. We were both holding back. But the subtext of his messages for hours on end was that I deserved this and I clearly made poor decisions. The language he was using was condescending as fuck and I absolutely would not give him the satisfaction of playing into that, lowering myself or dignifying his stupid questions about the other guy with detailed answers that wouldn't have changed the fact that I have herpes. And also, I need to protect the guy who gave it to me. I need to protect him, his information, his privacy. This is his health information. You don't get to know all about him. He was jealous as fuck. He admitted he knew we were both involved with other people, but he was still jealous someone else was sleeping with me. This was the person who, before I ever slept with him, had told me that he wanted the freedom to date whoever he chooses. This was the person that said he wasn't looking for anything serious. This was the person that told me he was going on dates and spending time with other women during our just friends stage. I am a grown ass woman and I can date and sleep with whoever I want and if you wanted something different, you should have said that. Why is it okay for you to go out with whoever you want but it's not okay for me to do the same? In what world? And by the way, I wasn't just fucking this guy. We actually had incredibly intimate sex and it was way better than any sex I've ever had with you. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that at all, but boy did I want to. 
Oh, the insults and petty ass comments were flying in my head. Somehow, I managed to not send a single one. Honestly, I deserve an award. I was not entertaining this conversation anymore. He clearly needed time to cool off, and I needed to be able to breathe normally again. And fuck did I need some water. We actually ended the conversation on okay terms. Ish. I let it be. A week goes by. No text. A week is enough time to do your herpes research and decide if you want to chance it or not. At least that's what I felt in this situation. Not even a Merry Christmas text? That's cold. You want to know who did text me Merry Christmas? The guy I got herpes from. Alright. I can't take this anymore. What's it going to be, big guy? Just break it off like a man. Take me out of this will-they-won't-they they limbo. I text him saying I hope he's well, and I was wondering if he had any intention of hanging out with me again. I said either way, I respect your decision, and that I don't leave people hanging or ghost them, and I always hope for the same in return. And then I ran to the gym, because I needed a distraction, and physical exhaustion is the only thing that's going to keep me from going insane waiting for a reply. He texts me that I'm really special to him no matter what, and that even though we have friction sometimes, he absolutely wants to see me again. I almost fell off the Stairmaster. I was completely overwhelmed with relief and I was choking back tears. Now I didn't really believe I was special to him, but he did want to see me again anyways. Okay, one step after the other, pick up your feet, this is all you need to focus on right now. He wants to see you again. This is amazing! One step after the other. Herpes didn't ruin your life. He's over whatever jealous meltdown that was last week. Oh my god. Okay, one step after the other. Don't fall off. Don't be that person. Right leg, left leg. A week goes by. No text. No happy new year. Alright. So, he's ghosting. He's not okay with the herpes thing. Or, I don't know, it's about the other guy. Whatever it is, he clearly doesn't have the balls to tell me. Cool. Not like we've been hanging out and supposedly been friends for four months. If the herpes thing is not something he's up for right now, I get that. And I respect that. I told him I wouldn't hold it against him if he changed his mind about me. I've made it a safe space to say no. And if this is about me having a different partner, Oh, come on, you can't just man up and say that's a deal breaker. Come on. He's almost 40. Surely he has developed some frickin' empathy or communication skills by this point in life. Well, I guess not. I'm gonna have to be the one to do this. So, a week and a half after he told me I was special to him and he absolutely wanted to see me again, I ripped off the band-aid. I text him, saying I hope he's well, and I guess he's not in a place where he can be upfront with me, but I guess everyone works in different ways. I told him I hope he lets his future partners know he experiences cold sores, and that I enjoyed the time we did spend together and I wished him well. Time for Let's Roast Sam Round 2. He tells me I should be the one being upfront with people, 
and say that I have herpes, not HSV, and it's a much bigger difference than HPV. In my head, I was like, uh, yeah, HPV can lead to cancer? And HSV definitely does not, so yeah, it is a big difference. And I never said anything about HPV. That was your confusion that I quickly and swiftly corrected and made sure you knew HSV was herpes, herpes simplex virus, and you knew exactly what it was and how it worked. I was 100% honest, and I didn't allow you to do anything that would put yourself at risk with me. And now you're implying that I was dishonest? Oh, hell no. You do not get to take this away from me. This disclosure was a victory, and I did something incredibly brave, vulnerable, and strong and honest by disclosing to you. And I am proud of that. You, on the other hand, knew you had cold sores and never bothered to tell me. You told me you take lysine and olive leaf extract religiously because you know how to handle your herpes. But I didn't say any of that. It was pointless at this point. He went on to say that by my message, he hoped I wasn't insinuating that he had anything to do with what I contracted from unprotected sex. Here we go again with the Sam deserves what she got undertones. Now, am I reading too much into these messages? Maybe, I don't know. But I know him, and I know how he speaks, and that's damn sure what it felt like he was saying. I absolutely did not imply that you had anything to do with it in any way, shape, or form. I said you should tell future partners you have cold sores. Reason being, no one deserves to go through what I went through without being able to make that choice for themselves, and I told him that. And that was that. Never heard from him again. Maybe one day, if he ever hears this podcast, should I send it to him? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This podcast is for good, not pettiness. <laughs> he never addressed the fact that the last thing he said to me before this conversation was that he wanted to see me again. He never addressed the fact that for months he was telling me he wanted to be my friend no matter what. He wanted to be there for me. He wanted to be a support system for me, whatever it was I was going through. These are all words from his mouth. I respect the decision to not be with someone who has genital herpes. I don't respect lies. I don't respect saying one thing and doing the other. I don't respect a grown man ghosting. All the muscle in the world doesn't hide a missing backbone. So <laughs> this was probably the most pissed off you'll ever hear me in one of these episodes. After all, this is positively positive and we aren't about bad vibes here. But this is part of my story. This is part of my herpes roller coaster, and I think it's important to highlight the reality of what this virus can incite. Herpes was not the issue here. It was simply a catalyst that brought other issues to the surface. The issue here was dating someone I didn't really trust 100%, letting red flags slide, misinformation, judgment, jealousy, and lies. And you know what? My life has moved on. But did you die? No, <laughs> I didn't die. I took a beating. I learned a few things. And next time, I'm going to do better. And I might fuck it up in a whole new way next time. And that's okay. Because that's how I live my life. 
I get knocked down. And then I get up again. Thanks for listening. Share this link with anyone you think it would help. Leave five-star reviews and follow me on Instagram at Positively Positive Podcast. Check out the website, PositivelyPositivePodcast.com, for resources, tools, videos, and lots of amazing HSV content. If I've helped you and you'd like to say thanks, visit the support page for options, buy me a coffee, join the Patreon, or get yourself a Positively Positive sticker. If you just want to say hi, email me at PositivelyPositivePodcast at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail on Anchor. I'm out here, okay? I keep my real name private for now, but keep listening because that changes, and it will always be me reading all your messages. You are not alone. I'm living positively positive, and you can too. Thank you.